Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is... Basket Babies This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Colombia. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller Chip Cahoon. This is part five, but are the brothers still alive? If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. The first young man didn't come home. And, nearly a week later, the family back at Marmalade House decided that the second young man wasn't coming back either. The bird probably sang him his fortune as well, said the gardener. I can't blame him. If I heard my fortune, I'd probably want to go get it. So it was that the gardener and his wife agreed that the young maiden should go now, if she wanted to, which she did, and soon traversed up the neighbouring hill with her knapsack of supplies. It took her half a day to reach the palm tree with the old man under it, and like her brothers, she was taken aback by the extent of his hair, his moans, and his scratching. But... Unlike her brothers, the young maiden had heard four people in her life tell her that if you help others, they will help you. Perhaps that's why the maiden's first thought was, How can I help this old man? And she reached into her knapsack, took out her hairbrush and knelt beside him. Just under an hour later, the young maiden had helped the old man untangle his overgrown grey locks. With an expression of boundless glee, the old man leapt up with more bounce than his bones looked fit to handle, and he declared, A million thank yous to you, my dear. My distresses from my tresses are over. And since you have helped me, now I will help you. See that gap in the bushes over there? If you go through it, you'll find a path that leads to a tree that's home to a bird that sings your fortune. But whatever you do, don't touch it. Don't even climb the tree. If you stay on the ground and hold up a branch of blueberries, the bird will fly down to you. Delightedly, the young maiden thanked the wise old man, then set off through the gap in the bushes. Sure enough, she came to the tall tree at the end of the path. There were two crystal balls lying down by the roots, but the maiden was more interested in the birds singing fortunes from the highest branch. Instead of climbing the tree, though, the maiden snapped off a branch from one of the nearby blueberry bushes and held it up for the bird to see. Instantly, the bird flew down and landed on the branch. Its eyes glimmered as it sang, 
Well done, my dear. You know what to do. If you help another, then they'll help you. So in your garden, a home I'll make. But first, throw those crystals into the lake. The young maiden wasn't sure why the bird was asking her to throw the crystal balls into the lake nearby, but she figured she could probably trust a bird that could sing your fortune. So she picked up the first ball and threw it into the water. After seeing what happened, she wasted no time throwing in the second one. Coming down the hill took less than a quarter of the day. The young maiden had left just after breakfast, so she arrived home just in time for dinner, with a bird singing fortunes, several branches of blueberries, and both her brothers. The gardener and his wife laughed with delight as the young maiden shared the tale of her adventure and chuckled some more as the brothers told them what it was like to be a crystal ball surrounded by mushrooms, worms, and bugs. But after enjoying the stories and several huge hugs, the whole family set out to spread the news that their garden was now home to a bird that sang your fortunes. And as soon as the news reached the palace, the royal entourage returned to the garden of Marmalade House. The gardener, his wife, and their three basket babies came out to meet them. The prince, the princess, and their puppy gazed in rapt satisfaction at the new lines of blueberry bushes planted all around the gardens of Marmalade House. The kitten was too busy chasing butterflies, and the stick was taking a nap. Probably. The two jealous sisters were there too. They couldn't wait to see if there really was such a thing as a bird that could sing your fortune. Suddenly, the princess squealed with excitement. There it was, the fortune-singing bird. It circled over the heads of the royal couple and the jealous sisters as it sang. A dog, a cat, and a wooden stick were given to you as a nasty trick. Your sisters were full of jealousy. Your real babes are the three you see. At the bird's words, the princess looked over to the two young men and the young maiden standing with the gardener and his wife. And her mouth and eyes opened so wide that there was barely any room on her face for her nose. The prince looked the same. The young men both looked like the princess but men. The young maiden looked like the prince, but a maiden. It was obvious that the bird had sung the truth. Immediately, the children and the royal couple were joined in one huge embrace. After several merry minutes of reuniting, the prince commanded his guards to seize the sisters. It took them the rest of that day to do so, since the sisters had already fled to the hills in the hope of escaping to a distant land. But they hadn't got very far. As they ran to the top of the hill, they tripped over what looked like a line of long grey thread, which sent them tumbling all the way down into a lake. The guards pulled them out, but then threw them into the deepest dungeon in the palace. But the gardener and his wife didn't just get the job of tending the palace gardens. 
The prince and princess wanted to thank them for treating the young men and maiden as a family, and for teaching them that if you help others, they will help you. So they invited the gardener and his wife to live in the palace and allowed them to enjoy every meal at the royal banquet table as if they were royals themselves. And so the gardener and his wife, together with the prince, the princess, and the three basket babies, all lived very happily for the rest of their lives. Where are they now? The puppy grew to be a dog and now works for a special task force retrieving crystal balls that bear a curious resemblance to lost men and women. The kitten grew to be a cat who chased a rat onto a ship and accidentally stowed away to a distant land called London. He currently works on the electoral team for the London mayor. The stick stuck with its family in the palace as would be expected. It wanted to branch out, but couldn't leave. I'll stop now. That was the tale of Basket Babies. Thank you for sharing it with me. We'll be back tomorrow with a journey to visit the many magical inhabitants of Fairy Tale Forest. You won't want to miss it. To make sure you don't, check that you're subscribed to this podcast. And don't forget, if you become an epic explorer, you can enjoy every story all at once. To listen to, read with pictures from incredible artists, and even watch me tell them to you. There are two new stories every month, plus two bonus stories that only epic explorers get to see. Ooh, and the stories never disappear either. You can go there and devour over 30 stories right now. To become an epic explorer, just put on your sweetest voice, ask your grown-up to sit with you at a computer, and go to fablespodcast.co.uk. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And I hope to hear your story soon.